This is Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast. Hi, I'm Jerry Williams. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your day today. I think on the most recent episode prior to this one, the the one with Benji Shepard, I told you I had some feelers out to have a special guest for this episode that hadn't come through yet. I haven't given up trying. This person is a government official. I heard back from their office that they would check the calendar and see what they could come up with. And I still haven't heard back. I've, I've made a, a secondary request for some time. Nothing yet, but we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully uh, that will happen. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about anger. And from, from a perspective that anger is not always a bad thing. Matter of fact, sometimes we need to be angry. And, and that's coming up. But before we get there, something else that I guess, I don't know if it just makes me angry or frustrated or just makes me scratch my head. This whole cancel culture thing. It's just, it seems to be, I don't know, maybe being taken to the ridiculous extreme, maybe going a little too far. And there are a couple of things that have come up in the past week or so with all of the different things that are going on in the world today. And especially here in, in the United States, Warner Brothers is bringing back Looney Tunes. But they said, we're not doing guns. And so Elmer Fudd, when he's hunting, will not be hunting with a rifle. And Yosemite Sam, who's a cowboy character, won't have a gun. Although I haven't seen any pictures or any uh, pre-release video from any of the Yosemite Sam footage. But Elmer Fudd is still hunting. He's just not using a gun. They've got him with a big... Grim Reaper sickle or scythe. So to me, that says, well, you guys aren't against the violence. <laughs> Obviously, they're still going to use all the Acme products, anvils and dynamite and stuff like that. I think that it's much more gruesome and gory and bloody to be hunting a rabbit <laughs> with a sickle <laughs> than it is with a gun. Are they going to decapitate Bugs Bunny? Is that Elmer's plan now? That just seems to elude my my ability to pull that into any kind of reasoning that okay we're not going to do a gun we'll just have him butcher the rabbit instead is they're not against the violence obviously it, it, it's something else and then this whole thing with police coming under fire and granted i'm not no one's trying to excuse any bad behavior by any buddy especially those people who are in a position of authority who should know better But to paint everybody with that same brush, I think, is counterproductive as far as anything goes, whether it be based on the job that you do, the color of your skin, the country you come from, where you worship. I just think that that is counterproductive. And for people now to be going after even cartoons like Paw Patrol because there is a police dog in there and saying that that should be canceled, I'm just not sure people are thinking straight. That That's... That's all I'm saying. But I will address anger from a slightly more serious note coming up here in just a minute. I think that sometimes anger gets a bad rap. Now, sure, anger can be a very destructive emotion. And it seems to be the prevailing sentiment of our day especially in the political arena, so many angry people acting out of anger, which often, especially of late, leads to hatred and violence. Now, we're warned in Scripture about acting out of anger alone. Paul writes, be angry and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. 
And often when we read that verse from Ephesians, we understand it to say that we're not supposed to let the day end and still be angry and hang on to our anger at the end of the day. A lot of people, including at one time me, will tell you not to go to bed angry, but to resolve the source of that anger. And it's very often used as advice to newlywed couples. And in that context, it is pretty solid. Don't go to bed if you've had a fight with your wife or with your husband, your spouse, until you resolve that. Don't go to bed angry. But I have been thinking about this concept for some time now, doing a little research, doing some praying about it. And I think that there's another interpretation to what Paul is saying here. And as Christians, I think we often shy away from anger itself, believing it to be a bad thing in and of itself. And sure, as I mentioned earlier, left unchecked, anger can lead to some very ugly results. So rather than risk things getting ugly or being thought of as intolerant, we often try not to get angry at all in the first place. But you know what? There are things that really should make us angry. Look at that verse again. Paul says, be angry. Not avoid anger. Not if you feel anger coming on, stop and count to 10. The instruction is be angry. Just don't let your anger lead you to sin. But be angry. And while the phrase, do not let the sun go down on your anger, may mean don't go to bed angry. I think it may also mean we're not supposed to let our anger die down until the source of that anger has been dealt with. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Don't let your anger wane if the thing that made you angry is still in operation. Now, that interpretation does lead to a couple of questions. First, what should inspire anger in us? And second, how do we act on that anger without sinning? Now, earlier in that fourth chapter of Ephesians, where that verse is taken from, Paul says that we are to put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness. Throughout the Bible, we read, God is slow to anger. But that doesn't mean he's never angry. He is. Yet his anger remains righteous. Now, I have often heard the term righteous indignation used to describe the account of Jesus turning over the tables of the money changers in the temple. I'd say that qualifies as a display of anger. Righteous, yes, but anger nonetheless. There are circumstances and practices and situations which as people of God should make us angry. The trick is dealing with these things in such a way that we don't fall into sin. And in light of Scripture, which tells us to seek justice, defend the oppressed, take up the cause of the fatherless, plead the case of the widow, and other scriptures like that, doing nothing but getting angry seems to me to be pretty close to sin itself. Is there injustice and oppression among us? Are there those who have been disenfranchised or persecuted? Have you seen the news lately? Have you been on social media have you turned off Netflix and wandered beyond your front door? Yes, all of those things exist. 
and they ought to make us angry, especially those of us who claim to follow Jesus. And that anger should move us to action, but without sin. Do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with your God, the Old Testament prophet Micah wrote. Our response to those things that anger us must be tempered with kindness, love, and the righteousness, indignant at times, that comes from a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, remembering that all we have is dependent on his love and mercy and kindness for us. Anger's tricky. Getting angry and doing the wrong thing can be catastrophic. And getting angry and doing nothing may be worse. But even worse may be seeing those things and not getting angry at all. We are to be angry at those things that anger God and let that anger drive us to productive action. This is a topic that deserves more prayer and more study on my part and maybe on your part too. I don't know. But I think for us to see the things that are going on in our world around us today and not do anything, to not be angry, is not what God would have us do. That's just about going to wrap it up for another episode of Life with Jerry Williams. Thanks so much for allowing me to be a part of your day today. Now, if you are listening to this podcast during the week in which it was released, came out on Monday, the 15th of June, then I'm in Florida at a Joy FM fundraising event that we call Friend Raiser, and I'll be hopefully posting on a fairly regular basis on my blog on the Joy FM website, thejoyfm.com, and on social media, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes for this episode as well. Next week, another mystery episode. Now, I'm going to be in Florida with a bunch of the folks that work at the Joy FM Florida It's a very busy week with fundraiser and all kinds of people on the air doing all kinds of crazy stuff, but I'll see if I can't get a couple of them. And maybe I'll have somebody from the Florida Joy FM staff join me on next week's episode of the podcast. In any event, there will be another episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you would, please just take a moment, hit that subscribe button so that you won't miss next week's episode or any other future episode. And if your platform allows it, Maybe give the podcast a review, a five-star rating that will help other people find it as well. Meantime, have a great week. Again, thanks for letting me be a part of your day today, and I'll see you next time on Life with Jerry Williams. 